Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Welcome back, Sports to the Max, News Talk 830 WCCO. I mentioned that fishing weekend. Here we go. Game on. Where are they biting? Walleye, those feed bags. What, what do we got cooking? Rory Nelson is a guide extraordinaire in this area. area. Uh, I spent some time with him on the lake the other day. Uh, picked his brain a little bit as much as he would allow me to. And now he gets ready to go game on. He joins us on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Rory, thank you for joining us. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. You're getting excited. I can even hear it in your voice right there. Uh, yeah, this is uh, going to time out for the uh, St. Cloud down through the Twin Cities is maybe maybe one of the better fishing openers in the last 20 years. Uh, really? Most, yeah, well, most openers, you know, you're looking at 30-mile-an-hour winds or you're yeah. looking at 25 degrees at night and 45 during the yeah. day. And, and this year, you're going to be able to go out at midnight, be in a pair of jeans, sweatshirt and uh, oh, the way it wear gloves be. not to have to wear the hat you know it'll be nice okay let's break this down one at a time we, obviously last night we have inclement weather and a chance of more tonight what do those systems do to fishing a couple days out um it's actually going to be beneficial um for the shore fishermen um for the guys who are going to go out at night and literally it's going to bring the fish in shallower um, say if this storm was coming in on uh, tomorrow, just before uh, midnight, the storms would push the fish around. Uh, the thunder, they don't like it. It would be a tough bite for a number of hours before they'd start calming down. With this two storms we've had back-to-back here, you have so much water that's come in. Uh, even though it's 90 degrees, it's going to keep the water temperature down so it's not getting super hot super fast. It's also going to knock all the bugs in the water and all the worms come out of the ground. So now you're going to have the bass up eating the worms, the sunnies, the crappies. The walleyes are going to be up feeding on the bait fish. They're going to be eating the bugs in the water. And you're going to have a long enough period that everything's going to calm down, and it's just going to be beneficial. The channels will be having lots of fish in them. Um, I think Tonka is going to be absolutely fantastic. But you got to know how to fish Tonka. I mean, that's a, that's a big piece of water. And as you were explaining to me the other day, uh, it's not just having the right spot. It's what time you're going to fish that spot. Explain. Well, walleyes, you know, Lake Minnetonka's zebra, you know, zebra mussels are in the body of water. It's gotten ex- extremely clear. Uh, walleyes are not a fan of bright light. They're nocturnal feeders or they like failing light uh, early morning, late evening. But it takes them a while to get up into the shallows. So, you know, going out at midnight till 2, 3 in the morning, if you ask me, it's going to be your best opportunity to get walleyes. 
uh, the guys in the channels who go sit with bobbers, uh, just casting out a minnow, it's going to be an excellent year for that. Uh, the fish are going to be up there. They just came off a of spawn. Their feed bags are going to be put on. Uh, it's going to be absolutely fantastic. Uh, when you get up north to, say, St. Cloud, the water's still too cold. Maybe the walleyes are still in spawn. It's going to be a week or two later. Uh, but for down here, uh, it's going to be <laughs> game on all species. The northerns are going crazy. The bass are going crazy. So the guys who want to go out early morning, uh, you know, get out an hour before sunrise. That's going to give you your best opportunity to get walleyes on Tonka, uh, Independence, uh, Oconia. Um, all those bodies of water kind of feed the same. Um, and then as the morning progresses, I'd switch right to Bass and Northern and have an absolute blast because they're going to be up feeding from probably 7.30 till about 10.30. Once you're done with that, pack it up, head into the small little bays, bring your crappie rods. The crappie spawn is on. It is fantastic. You can get your limited crappies in, a, in an hour or two. So now you get the whole entire gambit. And then if you want to stay out all day, head back out to the uh, the shallows starting around 7.30, 8 o'clock. And fish those all the way through dark until Sunday morning. And you'll have your opportunities best for walleyes. Now, you slayed some crappies at Ron Shearer's uh, crappie uh, tournament on Saturday, didn't you? Yes, we did very well. Um, it was perfect timing. I actually had a buddy who was in the bay that we happened to go to the day before using uh, high-end sonar equipment. And uh, there was not a fish to be found in the bay we were in. And we had timed it out. It timed out perfectly that they had moved in that morning. And we started getting them. And they are all nice, you know. 10.5 to 13-inch crappies. We didn't get anything monstrous, uh, but it sure was fun. Now, now, one of the things that uh, encourages me when I, when I talk to you about it, Rory, I always worry about uh, fishing becoming an expensive game between electronics and boats. But as we sat the other day and, and were casting and, and uh, having some fun on Lake Matanka, uh, you pointed to that channel. You mentioned this earlier, and, you said, and there were people there that were fishing, I assume, for crappies mainly. Uh, but you said... They're going to do just as well as anybody else if they go at the right time. And, and, and they don't have electronics, and they don't have a big boat, and they might not have the best equipment on the lake. But it was so encouraging to hear that there's a way, at least this year, uh, for people to to have a really good fishing experience from shore. They will. And also the people out in the boats. They can Now they can go out, and you, can, you can't park in a channel and fish. Okay, You can't block the waterway, but you control through them. So guys go out, say, uh, you head out at midnight. I would be fishing the channels or near the mouths of the channels uh, up until probably about 3.30, 4 o'clock. And then as that progresses, they'll bend in the channels, and they'll start moving out to the, the breaks, the first breaks just outside the channels. So even the guys in the boats that may not have the best electronics, you can start in the channels, move out to the first break. You know, after about 7.30 in the morning, I'd go out to the deep side weed edge that you can find, usually 16 to 18 feet of water these days, right now at this time of year, and find that first good green weed patch, and you're going to find those walleyes are stacking up on those corners where the current's coming through because the current's bringing the bait, the bugs, and everything else. So everything else just falls. It just kind of falls into place. Now, if you're going sunnies and crappies, let's say it's mid-morning, you're probably going to want to be at about 8 to 10 feet, I'd say? I think you're going to probably even go up a little shallower than that. I think your boat should be sitting in about seven feet of water, six feet of water, and you should be casting up. And don't be too scared to go up to one foot of water. Put your bait six inches down the water column, cast it up as close to shore as you can, and start retrieving very, very slowly, barely making the bobber move. And you'll find those crappies are going to be very aggressive. But we were catching them uh, on Saturday in two, two and a half feet of water. Oh, wow. Hey, I got a text here from Mark who says he's fished Lake Minnetonka his whole life. He says, I've never used electronics. My pa said, I have to learn the lake. I have to smell the lake. Do you think everybody should start at least uh, learning how to fish without electronics? 
Well, it's, I, I think it's, it's the way, it's the way I was taught. We didn't have electronics. It was, I was, you know, self-taught. The guys used to line up a house, a tree and the water tower. And that would be, you know, a spot that you could go. That was your GPS, get. right? That, that was your GPS. Now the availability you have on your phone I don't think electronics are a necessity. I think you could get away with just using your handheld phone with the Navionics chip in it. You can read the contours of the lake in one-foot increments. And I think you could go out and basically just start trolling depths that you can see on your phone. And once you catch a fish, you look down, okay, I'm in 18 feet of water. You can highlight your map 18 feet of water, and you know those fish are in roughly that depth. And then you just troll that, and you don't need electronics. You don't have to know if there's fish down there or not. Sometimes seeing the fish so much and they're not biting makes you more frustrated. Sometimes it's okay not to know what's down there. <laughs> That's a great point. I know they're there. Um, <laughs> do, do, do you think that we in Minnesota get too caught up with the coveted walleye and you can miss on a great fishing experience, whereas if you would adapt and just say, hey, let's do sunnies and crappies, let's find northern pike and bass catch and release, those kinds of things, that, that, that you end up missing the, uh, missing the boat, so to speak, pardon the pun, uh, because there are great opportunities if you don't get too locked in on the walleye? I, I think having um, a change uh, in your game plan throughout the season. I mean, say right now, the next two weeks, all species are going to be going. They're all, it's just going to be fantastic fishing for the next two weeks. Bass, northerns, walleyes, muskies, all that's going to be feeding heavy. And as the season progresses, you get into hotter temperatures where maybe the walleyes aren't biting as well. Well, do you want to go bang your head against the wall and not catch fish? Well, maybe we need to switch to let's go for some bass. Let's drag some daredevils for some northerns. Change it up a little bit. Um, the sunnies become so stacked up, uh, you know, in set spots during the summer, you can go out and throw on a slip bobber and have an absolute, you know, blast with sure. lightweight tackle catching big handful sunnies. You know, that's having those opportunities. It, that makes fishing always more enjoyable. I will go for what is biting. I do not have to catch walleyes. It's what I prefer. But if there's a good bite of something else going on, I will definitely switch and chase that bite. All right, Rory, so, so you're bringing a kid out for the first time or a young kid. Maybe they fished before. You're, you're going to have one big advantage, and that's going to be the weather. It's going to be nice weather, so you don't have to worry about them freezing in the boat. What, what advice do you give to the father or mother or guardian that brings a kid out that, that is trying fishing for the first time or one of the first few times to make it a good experience? Um, I would start off, first off, if you're if you're brand new at this, you got to get to your local bait stores. Um why is it a bait and tackle? Uh, they're open till midnight uh, on uh, on Friday. Um, you come, you go in there, you talk to them, you ask them what's going on. They're going to give you the ideas of where to go, what to use, uh, the baits that you need. Now, if you're going out, I would have multiple uh, species I'm willing to fish for. I'm not just going to say I'm taking my kid out for the first time, especially in a year like we're on today, and say we're only going to go catch walleyes. Sure. I would, I would, I would push away from that. I'd say, let's go out at, uh, be out an hour before sunrise. Let's go try for walleyes for an hour and then let's roll up and let's go see if we can't catch some bass. And then from there, uh, let's, uh, let's go try for some crony, you know, some crappies and sunnies in the middle of the day and give that child an opportunity to catch multiple species there. Then you're into some action and the kid doesn't get bored. The thing that kills kids on fishing is boredom. If they're not having fun, they're not going to enjoy it. Yeah, and if you miss so boredom with you, cold, you got a bad combination, right? Absolutely. Yeah. That'll turn kids off fascinating. You need to be willing to say as a parent, if the conditions aren't right, I'll take them up. When he says I need to go, you need to go. you got to get them off the lake. Make it as fun as you can. But on a weekend like this, multiple species, 
you can take a kill for the first time. He will catch northerns, bass, sunnies, crappies, and even a possible walleye for the first time because everything is up shallow and feeding. So your opportunity is fantastic for this year to get a kid out and uh, the opportunities that exist for the next two weeks. All right. Rory, where do people find you once this season gets going? I know the opening weekend you just fish alone, but after that? Uh, you can find me at Wyzetta Bait and Tackle. I yep. will be there Friday night, uh, 5 to 10 o'clock, helping Timmy dip minnows. You guys want to come in and ask any questions, we'll get mm-hmm. you set up. Um, and then after that, you can find me on uh, um, Facebook at Minnetonka Masters Guide Service, or you can find me at the at the bait store. And I just want to say something. Shout out to Timmy and Bob. Um, you guys done fantastic. It's a local bait store here in Minnesota. They were on the cutting edge back in the 70s when they yep. opened up. Uh, and there's a possibility this will be the last opener for White Bait and Tackle. So, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, fingers crossed they, they keep the shopping mall, but there's a possibility they'll be done as in December. So uh, don't be afraid to stop in. Say your thank yous to the guys. They deserve it. I wouldn't be the guy today that I am if it wasn't for those two. Well put, and we'll talk about them later as we as we go through the fishing season as well. Rory, thank you so much, and thank you for putting it in layman's terms for us. I appreciate it very much. Not a problem, sir. You have a good night. We'll talk to you soon, Mike. You bet, Rory Nelson. Nice enough to join us in News Talk 830 WCCO. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.